0: Well, hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. In today's episode, we are talking about tools, software, resources to help you build your business. Now, as entrepreneurs, one major area we have to pay close attention to as we grow our businesses is this area of tools and software. Now, we all have to ask ourselves, which specific resources do we need to invest in to stay consistent, get momentum, increase engagement, and ultimately increase revenue. Now here's where there's slightly a trap for most of us. We're so eager to grow quickly, especially in those early years that we tend to invest in too many tools, too many pieces of software, too many gadgets. The other day I opened up one of my drawers and. One of my little secrets is that I'm insanely organized, probably to a fault. And so when things are out of order, I catch them really quickly like, whoa, this is kind of messy. And I had a drawer in my office and it had all these little gadgets. So a little tripod for my iPhone to make video and this microphone that I've never used and this other piece that I've never used to make video. And I noticed that I'm collecting a lot of random gadgets for video, but I'm not using them. And this is precisely what I'm talking about because we're so eager to make something work. And if you guys follow along in my podcast, you know I'm so eager to make video work in the sense of getting more comfortable and confident on video, doing it more often. So, out of this little bit of desperation to kind of jump on the video bandwagon and do it regularly, because I'm not comfortable with it, I'm getting better, but I wasn't at the beginning of this year. I guess I started to hoard some gadgets to make it easier, and then I never even use these gadgets. I bet some of you can relate to this. The area where we might be struggling or we're trying to get better, we start to kind of grasp at everything we can in hopes that it will make it easier and make the transition more smooth or whatever it might be for you. So if you can relate, keep on listening because we're going to get into the tools and software and overall resources That you genuinely need versus that you just think that you need to have and you start to kind of hoard all of them. So, this episode is for all online marketers who are creating content and selling their knowledge, skill, insight, either via online courses or services like coaching and consulting. Now, I'm specifically going to drill down into my top recommended tools and resources for three different stages of your business. So There's something for everyone here. If you're just getting started, if you're starting to get things going, you're starting to see a little momentum, or even if you're ready to kick things into high gear and scale your business. Again, something for everyone. Now, to keep things really simple and manageable, today we're talking about what you really need without blowing your budget. Now, I've created a freebie, so you've got a resource for this episode And I've listed all the tools I'm going to recommend in this episode, plus some extra that I'm actually not going to get into, but I think are really good contenders. Now, the way I did the handout is a little bit different than I'm doing this episode. The way I put together the cheat sheet for you is in categories, like the tools to keep you organized the tools to create content, the tools to do webinars, the tools to create courses. So I've broken them up a little bit differently in case you are in a place right now that you think, okay, I really need to create a webinar. So what are Amy's top recommended tools? You can go straight to that. That's not how I'm doing this episode. So that's why I thought this was an extra special giveaway because now you can get the content in two different ways. If you listen throughout this episode and you grab the freebie. So in order to grab the freebie, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash one, four, one download amyporterfield.com forward slash one, four, one download, or you can just text the phrase one, four, one download to the number three, three, four, four, four. So if you text that phrase one, four, one download to three, three, four, 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 you can get it text to you right away. Okay, so I recently picked up the book Lean Startup by Eric Reese. I know, I know, I'm a little late to the party because Lean Startup has become a must read for many entrepreneurs. But I wanted to bring it up here for today's episode because Reese talks about a few concepts that I think are relevant to this conversation. First of all, his definition of startup. He says, a startup is a human institution Designed to create a new product or service under conditions of extreme uncertainty. This, in a nutshell, is so true for those that are especially in their first few years of growing their business. Now, what I love about this definition is that Reese doesn't mention how much revenue you're making or how many employees that you have. That's not what he defines a startup. Instead, he's really focused on this extreme uncertainty. And at some point in growing your business, I'm sure you've experienced it. So I have a quick story for you. I have a good friend who had built a service-based business and she was wildly successful, like the top of her game in her service-based business for many, many years, made a really good living. But over the last year, she decided she wanted to transition. And instead of being in a service-based business, she was going to get into the online marketing game. She was going to sell her knowledge, her insight, her skill inside online courses. And so she was making a huge shift. And although she knew online marketing enough for her service-based business, getting into it and selling courses is a whole different ballgame. So she has been feeling incredibly uncertain. And she's been sending me little texts saying, oh my gosh, I'm doubting every single decision I'm making. I can't sleep at night. She's in yoga class at 4.30 in the morning. Her mind is just spinning. There's all these great opportunities coming her way, but she's not sure. Is this a good one? Is that a good one? What should I do? And I'm talking extreme uncertainty, like to the max. And I told her, if you weren't feeling that way, I'd be nervous because you should be feeling extreme uncertainty when you're starting something new. No matter how great you were at something else, getting into the online marketing game and selling online courses based on your knowledge is a different beast than what most of us have ever been used to. I remember I would spend every single day uncomfortable in my first few years of business. Now, the silver lining here is it gets a whole lot better I don't feel that way every day now. However, I make sure that I still find those opportunities to feel that way so I know that I'm pushing myself and I keep moving forward and I'm reinventing myself and trying new things. So I think it's important that we feel that way. Now, it's great when your business starts to grow and you don't have to feel that way all the time, and my dear friend is feeling it every single minute of her life right now, But the advice I gave her was something that Tony Robbins told me a long time ago, and that is that you have to dance with the fear. You have to just feel it, dance with it, let it be part of your daily activity. You keep moving forward as you're uncertain. You keep doing everything you need to do as you feel the fear. And just know that if you surround yourself with people that believe in you. And this is what I told her. I said, I believe in you. And I named some other people that are in our industry that really believe in her. And we know she's going to just crush it. Let us hold that for her. We'll hold the the belief that she's going to do amazing. She doesn't need to believe it right now. She just needs to dance with the fear. So my advice to you, if you're feeling that extreme uncertainty, just know that one, it's good. I'm glad you are. If you're in your first few years of business, it's normal Two, got to dance with it. And three, surround yourself with at least one or two people that will believe in you no matter what so that they'll keep moving you forward. And they'll be honest with you if they see something like, whoa, that's really weird. Why are you going in that direction? What's going on? These are the people that know you, love you, and will give you honest advice. And they want you to succeed. Those are the people you want to surround yourself with. And they're hard to find. So just a few. One, two, three, max. I think you're golden. Okay. So, getting back to this lean startup book and what Reese was saying, part of that extreme uncertainty is not knowing what you really need in your business. And that's why I wanted to bring it up here because not knowing what tools or resources to invest in might be part of your issue right now. And I wanted to address that in this episode. Now, the second thing I wanted to bring up is that according to Reese, one of the five principles of the lean startup is that the fundamental activity of a startup is to turn ideas into products, measure how customers respond, and then learn whether to pivot or persevere. In other words, your role and mission as a business owner is to get your product out to market, listen to your customers, and refine. It is not to overcomplicate, overgather, overgather is something I was doing with all my little video gadgets, or overthink. That's why I'm such an advocate of creating online courses. It's one of the most lucrative ways to do exactly what Reese recommends. In the startup stage, you're doing a lot to get your course out to market, and you're listening to your customers to find out what's working and what needs to be refined and what needs to be tweaked. And then you are refining and optimizing as your business becomes more sophisticated building on what you know is actually really working. So we're going to talk about those different stages of business, and we're going to get into the tools that you need. But I want you to consider the word lean. No matter where you are in your business, if you live by the motto that you're going to keep things lean, I really do believe that that makes a world of difference. I think you'd be amazed if you looked inside my business, knowing I have a multi-million dollar business And you looked inside and you realized, I only have two full-time employees. I have some great 20-hour-a-week employees. I have some contractors that I go back to again and again. My designer, she's not my own. I wish she was, but it just doesn't work out that way. My programmer's not my own. And so they're contractors that we keep going back to again and again. There are very few tools that we use. I'm going to talk about the ones that I must have but definitely there's not a lot of software that's running this business. There's not a lot of tools. There really isn't a lot of gadgets if you don't count my weird little video things. I don't have a lot of equipment to make things run. I think my most priciest piece of equipment I have in my business is my podcasting equipment. When I first started my podcast years ago, I went through the program Podcasting A to Z, Cliff Ravencraft's program, And great program, highly recommend it. And he actually recommended the equipment. So I set it up. I've been using it since day one. It was probably a few thousand dollars, so it was pricey. But that's the most pricey piece of equipment I have. And then I think second to that would be my MacBook Pro. And I update it every few years, so I get a new one. And then Hobie, my husband, gets my hand-me-downs, which he loves because he doesn't really do much on the computer. He likes to take it to the fire station and check out sports on it. So he likes that he gets nice hand-me-downs. So that's pretty much all I do in terms of investing in my business with equipment and tools and resources. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think it's a lot leaner than most people would think. Now, if you're listening, you know online marketing probably. You know what it means to build a business online. So you might not be surprised, but you Should see my dad when my dad asked me, Okay, so what does your business look like and what's going on? And I explained to him what I just explained to you, and he's like, That's all you have? That's all it takes? That's why people love to say they can work from wherever in our industry because you really can. I mean, I wouldn't record my podcast on the road because I want really good quality audio, but of course, I could do everything else. So you want to really embrace the idea that you can have a lean business. Now, two things I want you to think about when we're talking about a lean business. The number one thing is watch your budget. So recently, my business partner, Devin, went through our credit card statements from the last three months, and he looked at every tool that we are paying a monthly fee for. And he highlighted a few and then we came together and he said, do we really need this? How often are we using this? There were some that we weren't even using at all that we could cancel right away. And right there, we started to save some money because one thing I've noticed as I'm moving my business into more automation, less launching, I'm trying to do that. I'm gonna talk about that on a future episode as we kind of get things more secure in the business in terms of automation. But one thing I noticed is, Why not work a little bit harder at keeping the customers we have and keeping the costs down, keeping a lean business versus having to go out and try to find new customers? We all know that it's really more expensive to get a new customer versus keeping the customers we have and keeping our costs down. And so I just saved a whole bunch of money by wiping out a few tools we weren't even using anymore. And so I want you to go through your credit card statements and I want you to do that before the next, let's say, 30 days just to make sure that you're not spending money on stuff you're not using. So the tools and the software that have, you know, the monthly statements, if you're not using them, ask yourself, am I going to use them in the next 60 days? And if the answer is no, probably don't want to keep that tool. So that's something to think about. Also, the next thing I want you to think about is that as you move forward with a lean business, with minimal tools, focus more on getting the job done so that you can actually start implementing more. So as my friend Todd Herman says, fewer ideas, more implementation. And I think that is so key to a lean business because I've noticed that my friends who have a business and they're very overwhelmed and they're very scattered, They also struggle because they have so many great ideas. You probably heard me say it if you follow my podcast. I actually don't have a million great ideas. I'm not super creative. And so I have a few good ideas and I run with it and I go deep with those ideas. But for those of you who are constantly thinking of great ideas, one of the things that gets you in trouble probably is that you want to act on all these great ideas, but you're probably not implementing at a level that you want to be. So to keep a lean business, fewer ideas, more implementation. I do think that's the secret to success in many cases. So I just wanted to share that with you. Okay. So we are going to get into all of these tools, but before we do, I wanted to share a quick word from our sponsor. If you are a freelancer, coach, or consultant, I want to share a tool with you to help you manage the chaos that often happens when you're juggling multiple clients and multiple projects. FreshBooks just released a new version of their cloud accounting software. Now, it's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. It's the simplest way to get more productive, organized, and most importantly, get you paid. Now you can create and send professional looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments with just a couple clicks, and you can even see when your client has opened up your invoice to stop all the guessing games. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to all of my listeners. To claim it, all you need to do is go to freshbooks.com forward slash Amy and enter online marketing made easy in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, now let's talk about the main event here, what many of you have questions about. Which tools should I be spending money on based on where I am in my business? And as I was preparing for this episode, I asked myself, if I could start all over again, how would I approach things differently in terms of the tools and resources and software and all that good stuff? And the way I laid out this episode, that's exactly how I would approach things in the different stages of your business. Now, one more quick note there are a lot of different tools out there, a lot that I could recommend, and they're really sophisticated. I think, you know, being in the business for over six years now, it's amazing how far some of these tools have come. Like when I started six or so, seven years ago, I would use tools that were good and I thought they were great. But now, looking at them, because we know technology changes so quickly, they are outstanding. And the things that some of these tools can do kind of blow my mind sometimes. So, there's a lot of different options to choose from. The tools that I'm going to mention in this episode and the extra tools that I put in the freebie, most of the tools I'm an affiliate for. And the reason I'm an affiliate is because I've used them. I believe in them. I'm a huge fan. So I just want to make that clear right now. And so I didn't put a cheat sheet together just to make money from affiliate deals. I use these tools. And so when I use them and I recommend them, I always go and say, hey, I'd love to be an affiliate. And we have that partnership. So just wanted to put that out there for you. And remember to check out that freebie, amyporterfield.com forward slash one four one download because I think you're going to use this as a go-to source over and over again. So even if you don't use it right away, just save it somewhere on your computer, go back to it when you're ready to drill down into those different categories I mentioned in the very beginning. Okay, so let's get to it. So we are going to start at the top in stage one. And stage one is I'm new to the online marketing game. So here's the dilemma for anyone in stage one. I'm just getting started. I'm totally overwhelmed by all the software and tool recommendations out there. I'm not really sure what I need right now, especially because I am on a super tight budget. So that's the dilemma. And my solution for you is that when you're just getting started, your main focus should be on building your platform. Creating consistent content because great content is the foundation of all of our businesses. And also, you're going to start to grow your email list. It's going to be very slow in stage one because you're going to experiment and try some things and you're just learning about your audience. But I do want you to start putting the pieces in place to create a list building opportunity in your business. So remember, because lean is the theme of this episode, there's just a few things you need in stage one. Number one, HostGator. Now, most of you are laughing right now, like, come on, Amy, let's move past the fact that we need a website. But some of you still don't have one. And I think HostGator is a great recommendation to get your WordPress.org website up and running and hosted. So that's where I would start. It's inexpensive. It's reliable. So many of my peers recommend it. So if you do not have a website, start there. Now let's get into the nitty gritty, the good stuff. The first thing you need is an email service provider. And a lot of you already have one, but you're not loving the one that you're using. Now, back in the day, I always recommended MailChimp, which was free, or AWeber, which is really inexpensive, but AWeber is what I started with for a few years before I moved into the tool I'm using now. But I mentioned in the intro that the tools and resources have come a long way. And the trend I'm seeing right now is that you could get an email service provider for a dollar or really inexpensive that has some features to it that are incredibly valuable that you can grow into as your business grows. So let me just tell you what I'm talking about. I have recently been exploring Drip. Now, Drip is owned by Leadpages, and you all know that I am a huge fan of Leadpages. Well, I've started to explore Drip as an email service provider because the company has been talking to me about their features and their goals to make the tool even better, which they've done over the last year. And what I love about it is that you can do segmenting. You can create your funnels. There's a lot of drag and drop features inside of drip. So if you're just starting out, I say, start with a tool you can grow into so that you don't have to switch tools. Once you hit, let's say a thousand subscribers and you realize I can't do anything with this tool and I want to get more sophisticated. You can get more sophisticated as you grow into drip and you can do things with drip that you could never do with some of these simpler tools that I used to recommend. So I'm a huge fan. I highly recommend it and they have some really great deals. And that's one thing I forgot to mention. Inside my freebie, if the company has offered me a deal like get started for a dollar or get started for free or a really great discount, I've included all those details in the cheat sheet. So you definitely want to grab the cheat sheet if you're thinking about signing up for one of these tools and you want a special deal, I've got them in that cheat sheet. So just a heads up there. So Drip, I highly recommend. The second thing you need is a way to collect names and emails. Now, lead pages is my tool of choice, and it has been for years. I recommend it to everybody. I recently recommended it to a family member. So, you know, if I'm recommending it to a family member, then I definitely would say use it to all of my students as well. So, Lead Pages allows you to create opt in pages really easily, drag and drop. Most of you know about Lead Pages by now. I think it is a must have in everybody's business if you're doing business online, because you know that I believe that the energy of your business is directly tied to your email list. And so when you have an email list, you get to control the amount of communication and how you interact with your audience. And you get to build a real genuine relationship. You can't just rely on social media or you can't rely on getting featured on Huffington Post or or any of the other media outlets. You've got to have an email list. And one of the easiest ways to do that is integrate your email service provider with lead pages. And so I think drip and lead pages go hand in hand. Now, the other two things I think you need in the stage one, when you're just getting started, this is kind of new. You might even laugh that I'm going to say this, but I think you need a good tripod and you need good lighting. Now, probably six months ago, I would have never even thought to include that in this early stage. But what I'm seeing, even just like over the last week, I've seen changes in video on social media that I think from day one, as you start to grow your business, you've got to put a focus on content creation with video. Now, the reason I say that is because just this week, Instagram unveiled their live platform. So now you can get on Insta Stories and you can go live. And at the time of this recording, that live video gets deleted the second you jump off. So it's different than Facebook Live and Facebook Live lives on after you do it in a replay. Insta stories, as of right now, they are totally deleted, which I think is the weirdest thing. I wish they lasted at least 24 hours. The way I think about it is if I'm going to get on there and go live and put the effort and time into it, you could at least save it for 24 hours so other people can see it. But right now, that's not how they're doing it. But I'm seeing so many changes with these social channels like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Periscope and all these different things. They are making some big plays for video that I say, get on the bandwagon now. Like Don't wait any longer. And a good tripod. I use one from Manfrotto. I link to it in the cheat sheet. I've used it for six years now, and it goes to four different levels. So super easy to bring anywhere you want to bring it. And I could stand up and use it. I could sit down. It's just perfect. So if I'm going to do video, I have to set myself up for the easiest way to do it. And so I told you I had all those gadgets I'm not using. And I'm going to stop that addiction right now. But I always go back to a tripod I've had for six years. And I do use something called a Diva Ring light. Now, Diva Ring sounds so bizarre. And the gentlemen listening right now are thinking, what? Okay, obviously, that's not for me. Well, it is. So they need to change their name, but the diva ring allows you to have some really nice soft lighting when you can't use natural light in your house. So I love to make videos like in the afternoon where I could stand in front of a a window. I think that's the best light I can get, but at nighttime, so I don't stress myself out. I make sure I have this diva ring light. Now there's tons of other lights you can get. I'm just saying, don't put yourself in the situation that I was in in literally my first few months of doing business where I would stack a few books up and then put a lamp on top and take the lampshade off. If When I go back and look at some of those videos, the lighting is horrendous. I don't think that needs to happen anymore. There's too many good options out there. So I link to the Diva ring and the setup that I use inside of the cheat sheet. So you can check that out. Okay. So stage one, again, we're keeping it lean. So I'm talking about having your website, email service provider, a way to collect names and emails, and a way to quickly do video without a lot of gadgets. I just use my smartphone. So I keep it really simple in that respect. And I literally, if I'm going to do, let's say a video that I need to edit just a little bit, just cut off the beginning and end, I just use iMovie on my smartphone. And then of course, I'm not editing the videos I'm putting up on FB live or Insta stories because they're more obviously live. So you don't need a lot of equipment to edit stuff in those early days for video because I'm talking social video. That's what I want you to get really comfortable with. Okay, moving on to stage two. Stage two is I'm starting to see traction, but I'm feeling very overwhelmed. So here's the dilemma. I'm starting to get some traction with my list building and I'm also generating a little bit of revenue, mainly with my one-on-one services, but I'm only one person and I'm overwhelmed. How do I move from trading time for dollars, which is exhausting, to shifting into a more scalable and profitable online business model? So my solution, I am sure you can guess, is at this stage in your business, one of the smartest decisions you can make is to create an online training course. Now, not only will it set you up as the expert, but also allow you to move from one-on-one services, which is insanely hard to scale, to -to one-to-many. Now, if you're ready to add a bit more firepower to your marketing toolkit and begin creating online training courses, you need some tools to get you there. Now that you're making a little bit of money with, let's say, your one-on-one services, it's time to invest some of that money into your business. So if you're creating online courses, I definitely recommend ScreenFlow for your Mac or Camtasia if you're on a PC. So I love ScreenFlow. It's the tool literally I've used from the beginning. Um, And I record my online courses. Like you hear my voice, you see my slide deck. I record with ScreenFlow and I edit all my videos in ScreenFlow as well for my online courses. So I'm not talking direct to camera. I'm talking like slide deck where I'm teaching something. Now I use a Yeti mic. Again, I link to it in my cheat sheet. I love a Yeti mic for creating courses. I think it works really well. And also, at this stage, I think you need a way to collect money beyond PayPal. So as you move through the stages, you're getting more sophisticated. And if the only way you collect money now is through PayPal, you definitely don't look pro. And it's important as you become more sophisticated in your business that you look legit. I mean, I know you are legit in your business, but you've got to play that part as well. So at this point, if you're going to start selling online courses or maybe online live workshops or whatever you're selling online, when you are collecting money, I want you to send them to a sophisticated order form. And that's why I suggest SamCart. So SamCart allows you to create an order form that looks really good. You can take payment plans, one-time payment, different credit cards. You can put some testimonials on the order form, which always boosts the trust factor. And SamCart has a feature that if you're taking, let's say, monthly payments and one of the payments fails, they'll go out and try to recharge the card or get the right information from your customer, let's say a card expired, in order to get the right information and charge the card accordingly. So they have some really cool features I'm a huge fan. I use SamCart. And SamCart put three of my different templates that I designed personally, like inside my business. I didn't design them, but you get the point. They put those templates inside their library. So you can choose an order form that looks like mine if you've ever seen my order forms and you like them. They're really clean and professional. So SamCart has a lot of cool features. If you're going to be taking money online, you need a good order form, and that's what it's all about. And then the other thing you want to start thinking about Is how you're going to house your content. So, if you're going to create an online course, you need something like Zippy Courses, which allows you to put your course content behind a protected wall so that people need to use a login to get your content. Now, if they're paying for something, then there should be a login for sure. So, Zippy Courses is a great solution. Also, if you're just starting out, Course Cats is another great solution and Wishlist Member. Wishlist Member is what we actually use in our business and we have from the get-go. I'm starting to see a theme that I keep saying and there's some tools that I've used from the very beginning. So ScreenFlow, I use from the very beginning. The Tripod I use, I had from the first day I made video. Wishlist Member, I've used them from the very beginning. Now, I actually would like to try out some different platforms for my online courses But when you have thousands of people inside your course, it's really tough to switch to a different platform. So that's why we haven't. But I listed some others that you can check out and definitely do your homework to find the best platform to use to house all your content when people pay for it and they log in to get it. Okay, so those are some of the course creation tools that I would highly recommend. But there's another thing that I want you to focus on when you're in this stage of overwhelm, you're starting to make some money, but you're feeling stressed out. And a lot of the reasons you're feeling stressed out is because things are very disorganized in your business. And I already warned you that organization is my thing. I like to get things really organized in terms of how I organize my content online, inside my business, how I communicate with my team. It's an area that I really pay attention to. So let me give you some of the tools that I think are no brainers when it comes to keeping your communication with your team organized and your content organized within your business. The first one is Slack. I really like Slack for communicating with my team. So that means that my team is on Slack and I'm on Slack and we can do instant messaging to each other, but it's organized in different categories. So if you have a question for me, about B-School. You know, B-School is a program I promote at the beginning of every year with Marie Forleo. And so we have a channel called B-School. And if you have a question for me about the bonuses I've created or, and I say you, meaning my team, let's say Chloe on my team has a question about what are the bonuses we're giving away this year for B-School? Well, she'd go into that channel and she'd instant message me and we'd communicate about it. Or a different channel might be customer service if we're having a challenge with a customer and they need extra support. So we have about 20 different channels. That way, we keep it organized. And the one thing I will say is that these are quick little conversations you have, and they're not big project conversations. That's for another tool that I'll tell you about in a minute. Another thing with Slack is I try to only get into Slack during certain business hours. So I'm probably not even in Slack till 10 a.m., and I might be in it from 10 to 2 where people can ping me, but after 2, I might go and just focus on content creation again. So I don't want to always be pinged by my team because that means I'm context switching. I'm paying attention to them, then I'm jumping back into my podcast, paying attention to my team again, jumping back into something else. You don't want to do that. So I try to get really specific around the hours that I'm going to be in Slack, but I think it's a great tool. And my team uses it probably more amongst themselves than with me, which is always great as well. The other tool that I absolutely love is Asana. Now, it's taken me a while to totally embrace a project management tool, but I realized that if I really want to stay focused on the main projects I'm working on, Asana is the best way to go. And so Asana is a project management tool and every project we do, whether it be a webinars that convert launch or a B-School bonus promotion, or let's say I am building out a new course, every single one of those projects has its own project inside Asana. And every single task is listed in categories and then assigned to people with due dates. And the communication around those projects happens inside of Asana. So if Chloe has a question about an email I wrote for a promo, she will communicate in that task under that comment so that it's linked back to something. Talk about organization. So I do love Asana. And then a few other tools that you likely already know about, but I just want to point out if you're not using them, Evernote is a great tool to use to keep all your content organized in terms of, let's say, if you're writing an email or if you're writing out a sales page. I actually use Google Docs for all of that, but I know that Evernote has some more sophisticated features for creating the content and getting it all organized, but I still feel like Google Docs is a good contender to that because you can share Google Docs. People can work into Google Docs together, so there's a lot of similarities between Google Docs and Evernote in that sense with creating content. And then I also use Dropbox, So I've got this great video. If you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 72, there's a freebie in that episode where I walk you through how I set up Dropbox to organize my online course content. And I'm not joking, guys. It's one of my most popular freebies I have, and it has spurred me to want to create a mini program all around productivity, efficiency, and getting organized in an online business. And so I've gotten so many suggestions for doing that. And it's something that I've started to work on. And it all started with me showing my students how to organize Dropbox when you create a course. Now it might sound like, of course you just have a bunch of files. No, you don't. It's totally different. So if you're curious about how I use Dropbox to stay insanely organized Amyporterfield.com forward slash 72. Get the freebie in that episode and I think you'll find it really valuable. And the last thing I'll say with organization is one password. And you might want to use LastPass. There's a lot of different ones. I use one password because it's just what I've always used. If something's working for me, I'm not going to just jump to another tool because it's new or other people are using it. If it works for me, I just stay focused and keep using the same tools so I don't have to learn another one. And so 1Password is something I've used for years. I think it's amazing, but you do need one tool to keep all of your login details secure and easily accessible. I think wasting time trying to find a dang login is just so wasteful and we don't need to do that. It's just not worth it. So get a tool to keep yourself organized with all your logins. Okay. So that's the stage two. I'm starting to make a little money. I'm getting a little overwhelmed and I don't want to trade time for dollars anymore. So that's where I say focus on some course creation tools to get your course up and running and get insanely organized at that point. Because moving into stage three, you want to make sure things are really organized and streamlined in your business so you can just focus on scaling. So stage three is I'm ready to scale quickly and make the big bucks. So, the dilemma here is my list is growing. I have an online program that is perfect for my ideal audience, and I'm slowly starting to see the money come in to a point that I'm feeling really good about. I'm even thinking about bringing on some new amazing team members, but the challenge is I want to make more money before I do so. So, how do I turn all this hard work that I've done in stage one and stage two into a more profitable business? So, the solution is it's time to scale what you've worked so hard on creating. So you need the tools and systems to help you run the ship, sell more with less effort, and leverage your current position to scale and automate faster. So at this stage in your business, one of the smartest decisions you can make is learn how to deliver valuable, insanely profitable webinars to sell your programs and services. So once you learn to do webinars, I genuinely mean it when I say the sky's the limit. So at stage three, some of my students will have already been doing webinars. And so the tools that I recommend are to take things to the next level. So if you have a really tight budget in stage two and you want to do webinars, I suggest starting out with YouTube Live. YouTube Live allows you to do webinars live for free. But once you start making money, I want you to invest in some tools so you can do it better. And my solution for doing live webinars better is with GoToWebinar. Again, I've been using it since the days at Tony Robbins. So I've been using the tool for a long time and it's really, really solid. I love the features of chat. I love the features of giving presentation rights to one person over the other. I love how my team can get in there during GoToWebinar and support those that are participating in my webinar while I run the live webinar. There's just some really streamlined, easy-to-use features inside GoToWebinar, and so it is definitely my tool of choice for live webinars. Now, at this point, you might want to get into automation of your webinars as well. And I think that the best tool out there is Easy Webinar. So Easy Webinar allows you to automate quickly, has a lot of features to give you that personal touch while still being automated. So Easy Webinar definitely a good contender out there. And then at this point, you might want to think about using something like Click Funnels and Deadline Funnel. Now these are two tools that I actually haven't implemented into my business yet. So I'm usually not recommending tools that I'm not using. However, we did some customization in my business and we use some tools that are specific to Infusionsoft. So I think I forgot to mention that I use Infusionsoft as my email service provider. But for my students just starting out, I recommend Drip over Infusionsoft because Drip's a whole lot cheaper and I don't think you need all the bells and whistles of Infusionsoft when you're just starting out. But because I use Infusionsoft, I'm able to use a few tools that allow me to create automated webinars and give specific deadlines to each person that enters my automated webinar. And so I like the urgency and scarcity for each person that enters into a webinar with me. They get to watch the webinar. They get all my promo emails. There's a deadline for the bonuses expiring. Well, that's something that Deadline Funnel will do for you. So you don't need Infusionsoft and some customization and some tools that I'm using. You could just use Deadline Funnel. And so many of my peers that I trust absolutely love it. So I highly recommend it. James Wedmore is one that I'm thinking about. He just speaks about it so highly, and I've talked to him about it extensively. So 100%, Deadline Funnel is a great tool if you're doing automated webinars and you want to create that scarcity and that urgency. And then ClickFunnels is another tool that when you get a little bit more sophisticated, that's why I'm saying stage three, it's really good to look into these tools. ClickFunnels is a great tool to use in order to start putting together your campaigns in a way that's really streamlined, sophisticated, and will convert at a high level for you, meaning you're not just piecing things together yourself, but you have a tool that's allowing you to put the whole thing together. And so I love that tool as well. I've gotten to speak to the creators of that tool. I think they're doing great things. So I wanted to point out those two as my last tools that I recommend in stage three. Now there's a lot more tools I could recommend as you get more sophisticated. But one, I don't think most of my students are there just yet. I think you're moving there quickly. And two, I don't want to inundate you with all these tools that you feel totally overwhelmed with, at least not in this episode. So I'm going to list a few more of the stage three tools that I would recommend in my freebie. So again, amyporterfield.com forward slash 141 download. But I just wanted to point out the tools that I think if you want to elevate things, if you want to sell more online, if webinars are the way you want to do it, when you're ready to invest in up-leveling your webinars, that's where I say go-to webinar, easy webinar, and then something like click slash deadline funnels. They are similar in ways and they're totally different in other ways. So you just want to research both of those. I'll link to both of them in my freebie so that you can check out both and see which one would work for you depending on where you are in your business right now. And I actually lied. I had one more tool that I listed for you, and that is Snap Engage. So Snap Engage is a live chat feature that you can add to your sales page. So I haven't really talked about sales pages in this episode, but when you're selling online, you're going to need to send people to a sales page. And one of the tools I love to include on the sales page is Snap Engage because if someone has a question, your team can be standing by. And if someone posts a question on your sales page, let's say your customer service rep will get a ping on their computer and they can answer in real time. And there's nothing like real time responses when someone is looking at your sales page and thinking about buying. So over the last few years, we have used Snap Engage and it's worked incredibly well. And during a live launch, when I have some downtime, I'll turn on Snap Engage on my computer. And so I'm personally answering questions for those that just came from my webinar. They came over to my sales page and now they're checking things out. It adds a really nice personal touch. If the course creator is actually there on the sales page answering questions live. So it's a nice feature for sure. So that's when you can check out. So Stage three, more sophisticated, more expensive, but definitely worth it when you're ready to invest a little bit more in your tools and resources to get a bigger bang for your buck. Okay, so there you have it. I know I just covered a lot of tools and resources, but remember, lean is the theme of this episode. Keep things lean and don't dive into any new tools or resources until you need them. So that means you move your way through the different stages. And as you move on to new projects, I want you to go to this cheat sheet I have for you. And remember, there's deals and special discounts that you could take advantage of. But use the cheat sheet as your go to source when you need it. Save it on your desktop so that you can go back to it again and again. All you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash 141 download. And remember, I've added some extras on there that I didn't actually mention in this episode, so you'll see a whole bunch of resources when you need them. Now, the final thing I'll say is this is the episode that ends 2016. We're moving into the new year in our next episode, and before we get there, I wanted to take a minute to thank you. I know you have a lot of opportunities for amazing podcasts out there, and the fact that you listen to mine means the world to me. I think my most favorite thing I get to hear when I'm out in the real world is someone will say, Amy, I listened to one of your podcast episodes. I took action. Here's what happened. I'm so excited about the results. I mean, I'm just on cloud nine when I hear that. So thank you so very much for letting me be a little part of your business and thank you for tuning in. I absolutely love to create the content for this podcast and I can't wait to share with you what we have in store for 2017. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for tuning in. So before we wrap up, a final word from our sponsor. If you're currently a freelancer, coach, or consultant, and you're juggling multiple clients, I want to encourage you to check out FreshBooks. They just released a new version of their cloud accounting software, and it's been custom built for exactly the way that you work. Plus, it helps you get paid more quickly. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments with just a few clicks, and you can even see when somebody looks at your invoice so there's no more guessing games. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to all of my listeners. To claim it, go to freshbooks.com forward slash Amy and enter online marketing made easy in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, let's go ahead and together ring in the new year. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amieporterfield.com.